0: Hello! <laughs> Welcome to another week of Elvis Lives, a conspiracy theory podcast. What's uh, it gonna be? Oh, it's gonna be so spooky, KB. Is it? I'm really terrified. You we. Might- Precursor this episode so many times that I'm terrified. We could like make our own theme song with that, by the way. What? We could like that rhymed. We could make our own theme song. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Go you for like, it. Out. You were like, oh no, I'm not the rapper in this podcasting family. That would be our podfather's father's Ainsie. It is. He's very good at it. He studied he, at everything. He raps nearly constantly. <laughs> and we're definitely not joking no exaggerations well you know who I am it's me Julie and my co-host the beautiful the wonderful the effervescent it's me KB oh my goodness that was so lovely I listened to some episodes the other day where you were just really nice at introducing me and I just (laughs) was like and this woman beside me is (laughs) yeah well I'm glad that you've learned um, yeah, I upped the, up the game. I mean, I, I'm going to love you anyway, but no matter how you introduce me, but that was lovely and I appreciate it Thanks. because <gasps> I know that you're about to take me on a deep dive. and Look, it's scared. scary. It's not gory, okay. if it helps okay. you, okay. Okay. but it scared depends off me when I first heard about it. Great. And your threshold for scary things and my threshold for scary things are very deep we have different thresholds um so this story yeah <laughs> i'm gonna put you there i'm gonna put you in the time and the place okay the day was the 15th or debatably the 16th of august 1951 and oh, the, the small, 50s again yeah <laughs> that's why i was laughing in the previous episode and the small town of pont st esprit in the southern france No, in southern france i can't read <laughs> it really ruins the ambiance. I'm being laughed at by multiple people right now. (laughs) In the small town of Pont-Saint-Esprit in southern France, experienced something quite extraordinary but terrifying. Have you ever heard this little town before, KB? No, I have not. I'd be interested to know if producer Zane has ever heard of this town before. Of course. Oh, he, has, but he, Zane knows he nodded the head. He no- or he, he just says he knows everything. We did don't truly pronounce the name of the city, right? So so. So so is the action we've got. Mm, so, so the man does. Uh. Whatever. She can't speak French. Anyway, it was a normal day, people going about their business when a local man, the town's postman, mm. Leon Munil I can't speak French. Arminier, fell off his post bike. What? He fell off his post bike. He was in the middle of town square and he fell off his post bike. He was screaming that he was on fire and under attack from demonic serpents. Okay. He describes the events. It was terrible. I had the sensation of shrinking and shrinking and the fire and the serpents coiling around my arms. Leon was the first of more than 250 people involved. Everyone this invisible disease attacked that day succumbed to what could be described as sudden onset insanity. Oh, yeah. Cool. Great. Mm -hmm. I told you it wasn't gory. It's just terrifying. The event resulted in 50 people interned in asylums and seven deaths. Seven. Seven. All on the same day. Uh, within the span of like a week or so. Whoa. Um, people experiencing these hallucinations threw themselves off balconies and upper story windows. Others were restrained in jail or simply tied to trees to prevent self-harm. What? It is said that everyone that survived this mass hysteria have still vivid flashbacks. Cool. Vivid flashbacks until the day they died. It was not a fun time. No, And I think this is why I find this one particularly threatening and particularly scary mm-hmm. is because it's not, it's in the mind. It's, in, it's actually in their mind. It's in the mind. And the mind can do some pretty funny things. And the mind can cause physical pain. Yeah. That's where pain comes from. Never yeah, but in it's the unusual mind. for everyone, like a lot of people at one time to, to just. Exactly the same thing thing go a little cray so what causes 250 people yes to go yes. cray over such a short space of time well the answer given to the public was ergo fungus creating a foodborne illness each of the victims had actually eaten bread from a local bakery yeah uh, so it was cursed bread they referred to it or something in french that i can't pronounce um cool. pain mold it <laughs> I love it when you talk Australian <laughs> accent to me. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, so the baker really copped the brunt of the blame, um, and mm. Khan kind of was used as like a little, you know, is a great, great excuse. Um, he was blamed for using flour from contaminated rye. According to reports at the time, the flour had been contaminated by a fungus known as oh, here we go, Claviceps purpurea ergo or ergot mm mm-hmm. which produces alkaloids similar to hallucinogenic drugs like LSD interesting i would like you to know i shortened the full name of lsd to lsd because i couldn't pronounce it I'm, i think we're we like all know what's what's every- hip happening with lsd do <laughs> you know what's hip happening with lsd maybe <laughs> yeah um, I, like not from personal experience, but I've watched enough movies and television to know what's what. To know if you drop some acid, it's probably going to be a bad time. Yay. Um, so, I mean, this is all well and good. And it seems like a reasonable assumption that perhaps mm. it could have been this contaminated, right? They all ate the bread. So, I mean, definitely the source of contamination is the bread. But so they were the only ones to eat that bread? Those two hundred and fifty people from yeah. the, a town of five thousand people yeah. ate that bread, which okay. it would make sense. Like mm-hmm. in even in our suburb, hmm. if we went to a local bakery, maybe like two hundred fifty people could be poisoned by it, yeah. and that would be reasonable for a day's make of bread. Can't it? Would be word. I did used to work at a bakery. So Me too. It too seems relatively twins. A lot of twins. It seems like twins. a lot of loaves of bread, but anyway, It seems like a lot, but. I mean, back in the day, families and whatnot. They were about the carbs in the (laughs) fifties. Um, so uh, the problem with this is that it it, it's theorised that you can't really carry that particular mould or that particular um, bacteria when the grains are made into flour, and obviously it's a rye bread, so it's made of flour, not. (laughs) Direct <laughs> wheat or oats. So the 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 fungus doesn't survive if it's turned into flour. No, the loaf was made with flour. Yeah, therefore it could not have been the bread. Therefore, it's still the bread. What? Yeah. So we really don't have answers, But what if I told you this story was a cover story? Oh. <gasps> for activities undertaken by the CIA. What does the CIA have anything to do with Southern France? Yeah, what does the CIA have to do with Southern France? People were pretty content Mm. blaming the poor baker. Yeah, that poor baker. It wasn't his fault. (laughs) Until this theory remained... uh, mm, mm, Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. This story... (laughs) (laughs) Well, this theory remained largely unchallenged until 2009. What? When an American investigative journalist, Hank Albarelli... Mm. I, I say last names like I have some serious problems what like i say last names so slow just to try and pronounce them Aberelli. there you this go last name. <laughs> I, one day we will invent that app where they will read the text it will tell you how to pronounce something i mean you I could think, probably just type it into google I think it's already been invented yeah <laughs> um, so hank uh hank alberelli revealed a cia document labeled get ready for the title of this document it's a long one you ready right. <laughs> ari Pont Saint Esprit and F Olson files. SO span slash France operation file inclusive Olson Intel files hand carried to Berlin. Uh, sorry, hand carried to Berlin. Tell him to see to it that it is that these are buried. The long title. Do you yeah. need the title again? Um, no. Okay. Olson, something's been buried. We good. Yeah. So F Olson is Frank Olson, a CAA scientist who, at the time of the saint Esprit incident, led research for the agency into the drug LSD. Yes. So you might remember this name. Did he name? come up in our MK Ultra former episode? MK Ultra episode? Yeah. 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 I'm like, well, why does Frank Olson sound like an old friend? <laughs> oh, <whoa>. <laughs> <laughs> I because have not. we've mentioned him before. It is. Crazy ways. Sneaky, sneaky fingies. <laughs> <laughs> Alvarelli believes that Pont Saint-Esprit and F. Olson files mentioned in the document would show, if they had not been buried, that the CAA was experimenting on the townspeople by dosing them with LSD. <laughs> It is well Again. known. I know, I know. It gets to it. I will address it. It is well known that biological warfare scientists around the world, including some in Britain, were experimenting with LSD in the early 50s. A time of conflict in Korea and escalation of Cold War tensions. Really, post-war, they were obsessed with mind control. Mm. Albarelli says that he found a top secret report issued in 1949 by the research director of Edgewood Arsenal where many US government LSD experiments were carried out which states I so can't read properly which states that the army should do everything possible to launch field experiments using the drug right using one of our favorite things and you know what one of our favorite things is KB a freedom of information legislation (laughs) right I was like LSD? <laughs> no. Freedom of information legislation. Oh, okay. Borelli also <laughs> got hold of another CIA report from 1954. In it, an agent, agent reported conversation with a representative of the Sandoz Chemical Company in Switzerland. Cool. Sandos's base... Which is just a few hundred kilometres from Pont Saint Esprit was only the only place where LSD was being produced at that time. In the it- world? Yeah. Yeah. Oh. 1951, Kibby. Oh, no. LSD's a relatively ish new drug. At the time, yes. Yeah. Well, yeah, in the grand scheme of things, it's a baby. A baby. The agent reports that after several drinks, the Sandos representative abruptly stated the Pont Saint Esprit secret is that it was not the bread at all. It was not grain ergot. Er- Ergo. Um, Okay. So the theory is that potentially the CIA snuck on in, sprayed either a very small area or contaminated the bread somehow. But why? LSD, we want to see what it does. In the south of France? Yeah. Don't they want some evidence closer to home? No, we want to see what happens to a very small town of people we don't give a crap about. I mean, they have plenty of those in America. No, we want ones that will be real quiet, real hush-hush. If they say anything, the English-speaking world won't know what they're saying. Oy. But there are a bunch of documentaries on um, this topic and you can, on the, on the U of the Tubes, there yeah. is a very long documentary where some of the victims talk about what it was like That's and they tough. show footage that was taken not long after the incident happened and the look on this poor girl's face, you can tell that she's reliving it all. Like, she's not the one talking, I think it's her father talking or, um, yeah. or maybe another survivor and her face is like like literally like she's somewhere else terrifying actually terrifying terrifying. okay 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 so the conspiracy theory is that it's both the bread and the cia or is the bread (laughs) as like the cover-up fact like is that the thing that everyone's like it was the bread it was the bread it was the bread it's i think in essence it's always the bread yeah but it's what was in the bread Mm-hmm. So the uh, the initial argument was that it was this particular mold that grows on grain. Yeah, and then everyone was pretty happy to believe that until mm-hmm. people were like, maybe it was a CIA, and now people are like, maybe it was because it was not a fun time for us, and I have trouble believing that it was from that mold, um, and whether the CIA did something to the bread, mm-hmm. use the baker in I don't know, you know. Like we don't know how it got there. We yeah. still don't know how it got there, but we know mm. that everyone who experienced it ate the bread. all right, okay, nah. all right. Yeah. I really love. I really love the theories that mean that people are inherently <laughs> trash. People are trash. Yeah, that's to so quote sad. another one of our podcast hosts slash pod father. People are trash. Yeah, it's um. It never really makes me very happy because, like, you could be better. (laughs) And And you could not have poison bread in a small town in the south of France. You could have not done that. Part of me wants to believe that we don't do it anymore. These were things that were done way back when in the war. But then the other part of me goes, hey, Julie. Hey, Julie. Hmm, probably not. Yeah, if they did it then, why wouldn't they do it now? yeah on mass yeah Yeah. more people to not care about yeah it's sad it always makes me sad like we talk about celebrity conspiracy theories where it's like people put it out there because they don't want to lose it's hope it's hope but then this one is like these types of ones are just like i just i don't humanity's gotta be better than that Like I would like to believe that humanity is better than that but it keeps proving me wrong (laughs) with every LSD theory. (laughs) I told you it was a scary one. Uh, Lucky my front door is locked and I don't eat bread so. (laughs) I think any conspiracy you talk about that's like war for the sake of war. Yeah. Not a fan. I mean while you were saying it I was like maybe last week's theory Maybe and that was also a bit of an LSD experiment. That's what I was thinking. I maybe was like, oh, <laughs> it's the same time period. Maybe they attacked each other. The, or themselves. Yeah. Because that's what was happening. In, um, there was only a couple of cases where someone attacked someone else while they were experiencing this, let's call it a bread trip. Um, there was one, one instance where a young boy attacked his mother But apart from that, most people were choosing to end it all rather than having to suffer through it. So Mm -hmm. when, um, when our guest John last week was talking about, um, everything that happened at not Yatla Pies, Yatla Pass. (laughs) Yeah, there we go. Um, I was thinking to myself, oh my goodness, I wish I could tell you what next week's conspiracy is because I think it's the same thing. They have it. Maybe that's the conspiracy on the conspiracy. I mean, what if there's a big bright light and they just burst a big bubble of LSD over you? I'm not sure if that's a thing, but... I don't know. Do you have to ingest LSD? These are. I have many questions about drug taking. You were also asking the wrong person. I mean... I'm getting a nod from producer Zane that says you probably do. Yeah, I I would assume. Doubt he's taken much LSD, but (laughs) I'll trust him on it. All right, giving us nothing. (laughs) Uh, Give us your theories, though. Let us know what you think. Um, There's a lot to there's a lot to dig into when it comes to 1950s and mind control. It's a it was a it was a fucking time, is what it was. Um. So head on over to our socials if you want to have a chat. We're always happy to have a chat. Mm. Uh, we are Elvis Liz Podcast on both Instagram and Facebook. We are elvislizpodcast at gmail.com if you want to have a lengthy chat. You can always, you know where to find us. You know where to listen to us. You've already done it. So rate, review, subscribe, all the usual things. Tell your friends. Tell your friends. If you want something to do on a Wednesday evening, 7pm on Instagram, we will be there live with, I'd like to say shorter conspiracies, but they're not. I mean, we both do a shorter conspiracy. So it's a longer episode in quotation marks, but they are like too many too many theories. If you just if you're just curious to see if our voice matches our face, <laughs> you've got an option, you know? This is true too. <laughs> but um until next week. Bye. bye. take great pleasure out of using large, and obscure words that nobody understands. Perhaps you enjoy peppering a strange adjective into a work email, or finding a new verb to pursue as a hobby. Or perhaps you are a seasoned logophile, such as myself. An assemblage of grandiose and bombastic grandiloquence brings together all the world's most interesting, bizarre, and fascinating language to teach you a new word every day. We are available on all of your podcatchers, and you can find out more about us at that'snotcadon.com. I cannot wait to explore the wonderful world of words with you.